Hi and welcome to our podcast, The Social Coffee Break, with me, Chris, Director of CM Social. And me, Daniela, the Director of Content for Coffee and Digitally Danny. And me, Danny, owner of Danny Digital. This series of podcasts is going to be educational and informational topics where we're going to discuss weekly different things from graphic design through to Instagram management, Facebook ads, and way beyond. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Welcome everyone. So in this week's podcast, we are talking about software, apps and websites that we love and use in our businesses, which just generally make our day-to-day life easier and help us with our clients. Um, Personally, my favourite one is Calendly. Um, I know quite a few social media managers use this. Um, It just kind of makes your life so much easier. And for me personally, if you're booking those client meetings, booking discovery calls, having those catch-up meetings, rather than sending those emails back and forth all the time. It's just a simple link that you click and they can book. Um, You can sync it with all of your other calendars, your Google Calendar, your Apple Calendar, or um, your Outlook Calendar. And really it just makes my life especially a lot easier because I like to have um, weekly catch-ups with my clients. Um, I don't know what Chris and Daniela think. yeah, I use Calendly as well. I absolutely love it. All my mentor students will know that because they all book their mentoring sessions through Calendly with me. Uh, and yeah, to me, it is probably the best app in terms of like what my business revolves around. Um, it gives me the opportunity to reach out to my potential clients and allow them to book meetings with me without being back and forth. Uh, like Danny does, I use mine for catch-ups as well. Uh, and obviously the mentoring sessions. It just, for me, it stops all that back and forth. Of like, oh, can you do Tuesday at three o'clock? No, I can't. All right, can you do Wednesday at three o'clock? Oh, no, sorry, I can't make that one. It just sort of like balances everything out for me. Use my availability, book in when suits you. Uh, I've got mine set up to do text reminders as well. I know, Danny, you've got your set up to do that too. Uh, yeah. I just find that's helpful. It really helps me like stop cancellations and, and people forgetting about uh, the meetings with me. Uh, it just feels a lot more professional as well. I really do like it. Danielle, I know you've uh, you've got it set up too, haven't you? Um, I actually don't have Calendly. I've, I use the Wix, um, the Wix booking system on my website. And at the moment, that is like the only one I have. So I think I might need to like take a leaf out of YouTube's books and like get Calendly on the go. Yeah, so, yeah, to be fair, I'll talk a little bit more about the Wix side later. It is mm. actually a really useful booking tool, I've got to be honest. I do, yeah. I do still like it. It is, it is up there with my favourites. But definitely for me, yeah, Calendly up there with, with the one of the best apps I work with. Um. I think I'm going to hit a really big one to start with uh, and one that's used daily for me and that's the Adobe Creative Suite. Uh, I know Danielle is like massively into this because of all yeah. the graphic stuff. Um, probably like my top used apps in that I've going to definitely be Photoshop and Illustrator. Use Practically use them daily. Um, I use InDesign an awful lot as well because um, I create a lot, a lot of A4 documents for clients and portfolios and stuff. Um, so InDesign plays a big part in my day. Um you know, YouTube videos and stuff that we've created, we've used a lot of the Adobe suites for that. Um, so yeah, to be fair, I really do love the Adobe suite. Um, I know, Daniela, you can definitely delve a lot deeper into it than I can. Yeah, so I use Illustrator and I actually use InDesign quite a bit as well because I, I tend to like use InDesign for my client sort of proposals just because obviously if I'm doing some like design mockups for them and stuff, I kind of use InDesign because it, I don't know, I just find it easier to use. Um, I used to use InDesign quite a lot when I was in school as well. And that's kind of like where I started. So it's like probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely agree. So, yeah. Danny, any Adobe Creative Suites in your, uh, in your arsenal? 
to be honest, I don't really use any of them that much. The only one I sort of dabble in is InDesign every now and then. Um, but to be honest, for most of the design stuff I do, I can just use Canva. So. <laughs> well, considering you said it, let's move on to it then. Uh, I know all three of us use Canva and so does 100% of the social media marketing world. Uh, we've done a full episode on graphic design using Canva and its, its features and functionality. So we won't delve too deep into what it actually does. But I mean, um, Danny, from your perspective, how does it make your day easier? Uh, I just find that so the templates on Canva are really great for if you're just wanting something sort of really quick and easy. It's so creative. And if you're struggling creatively, I know it can be very hard to think, oh, what should I post? I'll just look through the templates. Um, I try not to use the templates too much because I, I'm sure you guys have seen this as well. Sometimes I see a lot of the same template, like the colours are just being changed on Instagram. Um, but it's just so easy to use. I have like my brand kit, my clients' brand kits on there, so their colours, their fonts, um, and it's just a really quick place. It's really simple to use, um, and I've been using it for like the last three years, um, and still love it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Danielle, I know you love it and hate it at the same time. Yeah, like, I think the main thing it's been good for for me recently, because I've been doing a lot more on Procreate rather than Canva, what it has been really easy for is um, passing over client work, because I did originally have a bit of trouble passing over Procreate files, um, like when you put them into the email and send it as like a file, it was coming out pixelated. And I think because like most of the social media community use um canva like once you set it up and like shared the file with them they can even edit it if they wanted so i found that a lot easier like with my design stuff meaning that they could just sort of like have it in canva if they wanted to add some task text there like make the logo a little smaller it was kind of like a template for them really amazing and i know you just said procreate there um i know nothing about procreate danny i know you don't really know much about it either uh gonna daniela say i know you use it daily so Literally. tell us why you love it so procreate is probably the thing i use the most out of everything i have like had a look into other little softwares to see if there was anything that could make my work better um but really like i think even for like social media managers right you don't have to be like an illustrator or an artist to use it or a designer like you've got a, an area where you can add text and so in a way it's kind of like if you were I sort of had enough of Canva for a little bit. You had an iPad and chose to like use Procreate. Like you can add text in and you can start, you know, adding like other images in. Basically, if you've got a transparent background on the image, you can start making posts on there. And I feel like really weird saying this, but like if you did have an iPad and you wanted to spend the $9.99 on Procreate, it could potentially be like an alternative for Canva if you wanted to sort of get a bit more original with it. But it's not just that. Like you think of the things you can do on Illustrator. I've, I actually feel like there's actually nothing that you can't do on Procreate. Like obviously I've been learning about it a lot over like the last couple of, well, I think it was about a year and a half now since I originally got it and you can even like you know in like Photoshop if you want to like go around like an image you want a certain part of the image to cut out add that to another image like you can do that with Procreate as well and I find because you use like the pen or the pencil it's just I don't know a lot more user-friendly if you're not used to like Illustrator and Photoshop and stuff. 
amazing, no good to me. I can't draw a stick, man. But yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do see how it's um, it's useful and and how the how the functionality comes across. I think maybe the best thing we can talk about now because this is I know it's on everybody's mind. Everybody wants to ask, ask this question frequently: What scheduling software do we all use? Um, I will start by saying only. Um, it's going to be for another month, just when I've still got an active subscription to it. I use Hootsuite at the moment, but I'm having such massive issues with it that I'm actually leaving Hootsuite, which a lot of people would be surprised to hear. Uh, and I'm going back old school to the Facebook business suite because, to be fair, it's free and I've never had an issue with it. It's never let me down. Um, even like the phone app now lets you schedule stories and stuff. So it's, it's, it's perfect for me. Uh, Daniela, what are you using at the moment? To be completely truthful, I don't particularly use like one thing. Um, I sort of had a go at like Plannerly. So I had a little look into that and I was a little bit concerned. Like I didn't know enough about it. So I, I hadn't like actually taken the time yet to delve into like learning about it. And I think because like I do a lot of designing and I don't know how long sometimes it'll take me to design a post. I kind of just basically plan when I'm going to upload it and I kind of do it organically which is so bad really because a lot of social media managers um talk about you know scheduling posts this that and the other like I'll do it for a client from like Facebook you know the Facebook one that you said about yeah business week yeah but with my own social media I haven't really got a software for it if you know what I mean awesome Danny um I'm totally with Chris I see a lot of people using different scheduling software like there's ups and downs I know a few of them, um, like Later, for example, has other features, like they have hashtag analyzer. Um, but I think, again, Facebook Business Suite is so simple. It has everything you need. Obviously, it's free. Um, but I've had I've had Plannerly before. Um, I still have Hootsuite for the analytics, but I don't actually use it for um, scheduling. And I've had issues with both of them, with one posting it at the right times, not actually posting my post or not posting it with captions. and I think Facebook Business Suite is just so easy to use um, and it doesn't have any of those extra features but I think there's other apps and software to use for those features which I'm sure we'll talk about later um, but yeah it's just really simple and easy and it's free especially if you're starting off just massively I mean if I throw a curveball out there now if you was to pick a paid for scheduling software which one would you recommend? So the one that I worked best with was Plannerly, just because the analytics from it were really good and it did my stories for me. I know Instagram tries not to let scheduling software automatically post um, stories, but it let me post stories um, and just the way that the web page is set out, the way you can schedule it is really easy to see. The calendar is really easy to see. It's really like good to see what's going out when, um, Whereas I found later, everything's a bit compact. Um, but they're the only two that I've sort of experimented with, uh, the paid ones anyway. Yeah, Danielle, I think it's unfair to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask you it anyway. If you, yeah, of all um, the ones you've played with, what would you recommend? I think I'd probably go with Plannerly because it's the only one, like Danny said, that I've really you know, looked at. Like It is literally the only one. Um, apart from, obviously, the Facebook business suite, but... I don't know. I think I do really need to look at investing in like a scheduling software or even 
choosing one that I'm actually just going to stick to because I think that's my issue if I don't like one thing about it that'll be me over with it so I think my issue is just finding something I fit with and as of yet I haven't so yeah I'm gonna throw a curveball in there so if I was to recommend a software this would definitely have to be a the person doesn't have you know budgets no option for them uh, I would go with Sprout Social I have tried it it was the only one I really got on with and, and all the tools in there were unbelievable for what you could do but it is ludicrous amounts of money a month <laughs> for a scheduling tool effectively I mean don't get me wrong I had other stuff like the hashtag analyzers in there were amazing um, the post analyzer is really good. The audience analytics, fabulous. But I mean, like the base price on it was something like 150 pounds a month. I mean, that's out of reach for 90 percent of social media marketers. You know, in terms of you, you've got to be working with some really high end clients for that yeah. to to be thing. But as a software, I, I don't think there's anything out there that could beat it. Um, but again, even for me, uh, I'm not paying that 150 pounds a month unfortunately so i'm going to stick with the facebook business week for now it works absolutely amazingly for me um and whilst we're on that topic um about things that are very expensive let's talk about how we actually bill our clients um so i use quickbooks uh obviously with my business being limited now uh it's, it's sort of swung in the direction that i need sort of like accountancy based software that you know i can run direct links to my accountants and stuff um, I do absolutely love QuickBooks. It's easy. We've all seen the adverts on TV. Um, it's just so easy, especially with like the phone app and stuff in terms of like snapping receipts. Uh, it's, it's all worked really, really good for me. Uh, I love it. Um, so, Daniela, what are you sort of doing in terms of like invoicing software and, and how are you dealing with so, all that? Like, I am still just manually invoicing at the moment. Um I've noticed like since we've been like talking on this podcast is that I'm I don't seem to have much trust in softwares but yeah at the moment I am still creating them in Canva just because I made them really really pretty and I just can't let go um I did hear of another one called Payaka that I'm still currently looking into at the moment I think they're quite a a new sort of software and it's still sort of like they're getting people to test it out and stuff and I'm in the middle of looking at possibly doing some testing with them but that is just I don't know I just got excited like you can send like quotes and stuff on there like automatically and um, yeah I'm just looking into that but at the moment still manually. Cool Danny same question. Yeah so I'm the same as Daniela I tend to send well for my UK clients I'll tend to send it manually. I have been with Honeybooks before and I have tried Dubsido but I didn't get on with them um they were just a bit too complicated to use um and there were some issues with payment links um so yeah I'll tend to send them manually at the moment I'm still looking for a good uh, software to use I might have a look into QuickBooks um from Chris's recommendation um but for international clients I'll use PayPal I tend to find that people trust PayPal a lot it's very well known um they do take a percentage I think it's like two or three percent of the invoice um but if like, somebody's going to trust it so it's really quick to do you just type in information fortunately you can't make it look pretty like you can with a lot of other ones but if people are going to trust it and pay it then exactly yeah that's that's what's most important um i think i'm just going to break down like a couple of apps i think i personally use and, and you know we'll, we'll sort of pick up little bits of discussions where we're not going to go on too deep into like the other sort of software we use um, for me, like daily ones, probably like Emojipedia, very handy for the computer, makes my life a million times easier for finding emojis for posts. Love it. Really, really takes 
a lot of stress out of me scrolling through bars and looking for, looking for individual emojis and, and finding related ones. Love that. Um, Loom is a big one that I use quite a lot as well. I know you guys don't use Loom. Um, my mentoring students will know what Loom is. Um, <clears throat> amazing piece of kit uh, for screen recording, video recording and audio recording all at the same time. Uh, which I use as part of my outreach method. Um, so like I can break down and analyze clients' social uh, channels uh, with a little video of me in the corner, and it records my audio as I'm scrolling through their channels, breaking it down. Um, use it for other things as well. So um, I've used it to catch up with my clients every now and again. If I can't quite get in to like, schedule a call with them, uh, I've used Loom to record a little video with the uh, report on the screen uh, and sort of done the report off the screen and sort of talked through what's going on in the report and sent them the video and they've sort of all like really really liked that so it's a good little informative thing instead of just sending a massive document it's a bit more like informational you can break it down a little bit more by talking about it um trello use an awful lot uh, i know Danielle, you use trello as well yeah. danny you use trello too yeah. um I use it a little bit different to everybody else, so I just use it personally as an in-house software for me more than using it to like match up with my clients so they can see where I'm at. Danny, I know you've got a bit of a different process with this. Yeah, uh, I'm sure as a lot of you guys may have experienced, there's a lot of different types of clients out there. Some clients will just want to give you everything and go, do it for me, and they're not really too fussed about the process. Other clients will come to you and they want to know everything you're doing every second of the day. So for those clients that want to stay updated, I'll use create them a Trello board, invite them to the board, and I'll just say I'm doing a day of work for them. That day, I'll just type everything that I'm doing, everything that I've got to do, everything I've done. Um, it takes me like five minutes a day, but then they're not constantly messaging me, calling me. It's just so much easier to just chuck it on the Trello board and say, here it is. Um, but yeah, I don't use it as much as I know a lot of businesses use it for day-to-day -day things. It's just for sort of those clients that want to be updated. Yeah, definitely. Daniela, I know you've got something in terms of Trello and along those lines that you've used, yeah? Yeah, so like with Trello, what I do is obviously from start to finish when you're doing like a big brand project, you need something that first of all, you're going to keep yourself on track. You need to like sort of like, I like it because you sort of like tick it off, but also like you said, Danny, you can invite them to it. So what I find really useful is they have got templates as well, haven't they? And when I first started with my design clients, I was using like the design template and I was able to give like deadlines to my client when I needed stuff from them and when I needed to do stuff for them. So like, you know, they kind of were always kept up to date with like, you know, dates and stuff like that. So I find that really helpful, but I also use Notion, so it's a bit of a weird one. I don't know why I like it. It's um, I'm just going to see if I can get the correct spelling. So it's Notion.so, and the reason I like it is because you can just sort of create. It's like a page, and you can just create whatever you want. You can put a title. You can create like a content calendar in there as well. You can have your own little reading list, journal, task list. You can pretty much do absolutely anything on there. But I really like that, and I use that for all like my personal stuff. Amazing, love that. I like this is the thing I like about software like this is we all use it for different things, uh, and you know it's it's versatile in terms of that. So it's always a great bit of software yeah. for any social media marketer to use. Um, I'm trying to think what else I use. It's really good. Oh, neon tools. Let's talk about neon tools. Yeah. Um, big for Instagram. This love it. Um, I know that none of us use it for what it's actually designed for, but it works oh. amazingly for what we do use it for. Um, Danny, you can you can kick this one off. I know you use a lot more in depth than I do. 
Yeah, so probably the main thing that I'll do on Neon Tools is uh, my proposals for clients or my outreach messages. So I'll just type in there um, at in the little, uh, you, you have to click on Instaboard and then you type in the app. Uh, it won't always come up. The client does have to have an Instagram business account for it to come up, which they should do. And if they don't, you can use that to say you should have a business account. Um, but it will come up with how many posts they're doing per week, their engagement rate, their likes, their comments, if they've got any inactive followers. And I literally just use this to put everything into my sort of outreach message and say, this is not very good. This is below average. Um, and then I'll send them, I'll take little snippets of, the neon tools um, just so they have sort of proof and I'm not just making it up and I also use it for a bit of my hashtag research so you if you type in your hashtags you can see which posts have loads of po which hashtags have loads of posts which has hashtags don't have as many um, and it will show you similar hashtags so if you put in hashtag social media manager it will show you a list of about a hundred more related to that um, and yeah, I, I just really like Neon Tools. It's free as well. It's, there's no, not even an option to sort of have a premium thing. It's like totally free. So love it. Yeah, that's exactly why I love it as well. I use it a little bit more than that as well. Um, so I do the same um, when I'm doing research and stuff for my clients. Uh, I'll definitely use it in terms to find out their statistics, but also quite a few of my clients uh, need influencers. Um, so I'll use it to research influencers uh, and obviously send that data back to the client. Um, I also use the link shortener quite a lot um, when because a lot of the Facebook posts we do for quite a few businesses have got very, very long links. Um, so I'll use the link shortener, plus then I've got analytic data. So I'll find out, you know, it'll, it'll show me then how many people use that short link to get to the website. So I love it for that. Um, Danielle, I know you use it as well. Yeah, so I definitely use it for like the Instagram auditing, but I just, like you said, Danny, like with the hashtags and like checking how many posts per hashtag and that type of thing. So I did like a little test run. So I was using like a app called Daily Purposes, which I was finding very easy because you just typed something in, you took the 30 hashtags. And what I realized was I was only getting about like a reach of 12 on my hashtags. And I was like, oh, that's a little bit, that's very low, considering my posts were getting between 50 and 100 likes. So I was like, oh, it's not good. So I did start um, using Neo, Neon Tools, sorry. <laughs> yeah, started using Neon Tools and um, sort of just picking out like niche hashtags, because obviously I do social media management and the brand design. And the first post I did that on, I think I got a reach of like 98 on my hashtags and I was kind of blown away. So I need to like start making some like hashtag sets of my own. So I'm not like, it did take me 20 minutes that one time to do it. So, you know, it takes time. Um, but it's got that option as well, haven't it? Where you can save like, you know, hashtag. Yeah, collections, collections. That's yeah. the one, yeah. And I think I need to do that because I don't pay enough attention really to my hashtags, which is Ooh. not great. Daniel starts scouting you now. I think another thing that all three of us use, and I think every social media manager out there should be using, is the full Google platform. Um, yeah. It's so versatile. There's so many different apps you can use for different stuff. It's, it's free you know, why not utilize it? You know, Google Drive is absolutely amazing. Google Mail, you can use for hosting your email services. Um, Google Meet, which I use for all my client meetings. Uh, it's even linked through Calendly. So when people um, book meetings with me, it automatically sends them a link to a Google Meet. 
um, you know, there's so much more Google Forms I've used before. Um, when I've done surveys and stuff for my clients, I've used Google Forms to generate them. It's just an endless amount of stuff into well, analytics on top of that. Google Ads, you know, the list is just absolutely endless. Uh, I mean, sort of, uh, Danny, what's, what are you using in the Google platform? So I, a lot, well, I have my business email with Gmail um, on their platform, but I also have my Google Drive, like my main thing that I use it every single day. So for example, if I'm making a content calendar for a client, I'll put it on Google Sheets and then I'll share it with them. And that way, rather than similar with Canva, if there's little tweaks, sort of they can do it. So I'll say, I've just done the content calendar for the month take a look and then I'll be able to see any edits that they've made so I can then go and edit the captions on the post what I've scheduled rather than going is this caption all right oh you want to change that what about this bit it's so much easier just to collaborate um I also keep notes on my clients so if they want to update me on anything and like Chris said sometimes you just don't have the time to have a meeting so they'll just put it on there um and again you can see what they've edited um and also not just for clients but for I know a lot of people that would want to work with you they say oh have you got any examples of your previous work especially with design I'm sure Daniela knows um so I've had people yeah. come to me like oh I love your work could you show me like previous examples of things you've designed um and so I've just got a link to a folder that I share with them that's got loads of old content I've done loads of like statistics on how I've grown Instagram channels and that way they've just got a whole thing they can scroll through um so I use that for that as well amazing Daniela hit it so um i used to use zoom right and then i met you chris and now i use google yeah. Meet. so it has been really like helpful but i didn't until i started a couple of months ago properly i didn't realize like how much like use you could get out of google essentially like yeah now i use it for google drive like keeping my artwork and i don't know i've just found it so much easier because before like I used to have to individually send stuff just by email and then I had to upload it to the email. But with like, okay, the biggest thing I think, Google Drive, right? It's been a lifesaver. Getting things from my iPad to my MacBook has never been so quick for me. <laughs> like just uploading it to my Google Drive and then clicking into it on my MacBook. And I used to have a lot of trouble getting my designs off my, um, oh, what's it called? My somebody hasn't had... discovered airdrop yet oh well i've got airdrop right but when i do airdrop it to my macbook i can't i never find it so <laughs> you, you can go into your settings mind and select where that goes yeah. <laughs> there we are daniela's learned something i just want to yeah. say i'm in no way endorsed by google to promote their services in this podcast <laughs> i might be a google partner but i use it because i like it not because i have to um i think the final thing I sort of want to wrap up on, uh, and I know, Daniela, you use this too, is Headspace. So um, I know it's not really related to what we do in terms of social media marketing, but this job can get exceptionally stressful. It gets very stressful for me. Sometimes I just can't wind down. So Headspace has always been a, a massive app for me in terms of helping me to relax at the end of the day and helps me just to switch off and not be so uh, not be so popular with it. Um, so yeah, what what do you sort of use, Danielle? I know you use Headspace as well. Does it really help you sort of that wind down process? Yeah. So like, what I find the most difficult 
about like the business we're in is I'll be lying in bed 11 o'clock in the night and I'll have like my best ideas in the middle of the night and obviously I've got like a little notebook I'll write them down but I also sort of like struggle to just relax in bed and like fall asleep so I find that on Headspace you've got those little sleep casts and stories yeah my husband finds them really creepy, but I kind of love them. Like, I'll try and, like, keep them on a low volume so he can't hear them. But, oh, I just think they're the best. They're, like, the weirdest stories ever. Like, the antique store one is my favourite. <laughs> love that I like, one. Yeah, I like the rainy day soaps one. That's my favourite one. It's very, yeah. very relaxing. Danny, what about you in terms of um, winding down when you're not working? Um, I haven't tried Headspace, but I have used an app called Calm which is pretty similar. It's a bit more sort of meditation based. Um, I I don't meditate like I, I've not been into it before, but it's really good at sort of just calming you down. They do short ones, like two minute ones. It's just sort of about because you, you get really stressed. And I know I get quite tight chested sometimes. It just like yeah. lets you realise you're breathing and like, I don't know. It's a bit weird, but it's really good. I would recommend it if you haven't um, just to take two minutes out of your day to sort of let yeah. all the stress out. I think... Um... Before we finish up, I think we do a helpful tip of the week. Uh, and I think the biggest app we can sort of recommend in terms for your Instagram is $1.80. Uh, yeah. Daniela, I'll leave you take away with this one. Okay, so it's $1.80.com and there's a free version and a paid version. So I do the paid version just because I tried it out for the 30-day free trial and I kind of just fell in love with it. Um, I don't know what it is like you know I can go through Instagram and I can do my engagement you know just on Instagram but I just get carried away with looking at stuff that I shouldn't be so you know like I'm trying to sort of work on like a client's engagement or even my own engagement and I'll start noticing things that you know they don't want the engagement with whereas like $1.80 you can set like hashtags specifically that like target hashtags that you want to interact with so it makes it really easy to like put your ideal client say in those hashtags or like even your ideal location and it kind of just breaks it all up a little bit and it's quite nice because it's helpful because you get like once you've written a comment it'll obviously be a natural organic comment because you're typing it it's not like an automation type thing um, but you can use that a few times and it'll even tell you when you've used it too much. So I don't know. I just think it's an all round good website. Yeah, <laughs> Danny, use. any experience with uh, with $1.80? I actually am in love with $1.80. Um, I've been using it forever. All my clients that want me to do community management, I'll do it all on $1.80. What I love about it is it's not set to a specific number of accounts. Whatever account you're signed into on your browser it boot $1.80 will be assigned to that account and you can have different hashtag sets um so mine will be hashtag social media manager hashtag virtual assistant but then for some of my clients I'll have their own hashtag sets so I'm interacting with the right hashtags for them um what I love as well is they've just released this new feature where you can actually filter how fast you want your account to be commenting so when you actually make the comments on $1.80 it won't put it on Instagram straight away it will put it in like a queue and you can choose whether you want them to go out slowly moderately or fast um which is a new feature but yeah I absolutely love it yeah you've covered it I I, I use it as well uh, I find it amazing for my own engagement in fact Daniela showed me dollar eighty. yeah <laughs> that's one thing I didn't scroll across <laughs> myself uh Daniela showed it to me and since she showed it to me I've been using it non-stop I think it's great for my own pages engagement it's great for my clients engagement 
works really, really well. Um, so just before we finish up, anything going on in the world of your businesses? Daniela, you've got some exciting news? Um, yeah, so I have finally decided to split my agency. So obviously I do social media management, I do brand design. Um, but what I've been finding is, you know, it's very hard to target my ideal client for my social media management and my brand design because I'm using the same like Instagram and like outreach methods. So I have decided to make a second brand um, called Digitally Danny, and we've got a website coming, which is going to consist of my portfolio and a blog as well with specific design tips. Content with Coffee is going to remain my social media management business. And yeah, Digitally Danny is going to become my brand design agency. So, Danny, anything interesting going on in the world of Danny Theo? Um, well, similar to Daniela, I actually am having a rebrand as well. It's so weird that it's happened at the same time. We did not know like before. Yeah. Um, we just happened to do this. Um, so a bit different from Daniela, I'm changing my personal brand. Um, I'm just changing the name to Danny Digital. Um, just having my colours will be the same, having a bit of a rebrand for my feed. Um, obviously when I started I was a virtual assistant, I was doing a lot of admin stuff and content creation, but I feel like I've expanded a lot since then. Um, and I just want to change up my content a bit. Um, but yeah, that's going to be called Danny Digital um, rather than digit- Digitally Danny. It's going to be a little bit confusing. But yeah, that all exciting things coming up. Amazing. Well, there's nothing interesting going on in the world of CM Social. Just too busy to do anything new. So <laughs> um, yeah, we've just been working hard, plowing away. Uh, great to you. You're both very busy and you've got stuff going on, though. Love you and all the new stuff. Um, so yeah, we're going to wrap it up for tonight then. Uh, and we'll be back next week uh god knows what we're going to talk about <laughs> once again we'll wing it yeah. but uh, i think we are going to start doing some like guest segments and stuff so you know keep an eye out on uh, our social channels and we'll, we'll sort of be reaching out to a couple of people to do uh, to do guest appearances on the podcast and ask us questions and talk about some more specialist subjects moving forward there we are um cheers danny cheers daniela and uh, we'll see Thank everybody you. again next week bye bye